Well, welcome back, stylish leaders. I'm so glad you're listening to this podcast episode. We are going to do something for the first time in this episode. We're going to do a Sunday sermon. So every Sunday, I'm going to post a sermon bringing leadership principles from scriptures. It's something I'm really passionate about, excited about. So we're going to keep doing that here. Uh, from here on out, we're going to put in a Sunday sermon. That's going to be the name of it. So the first Sunday sermon we're going to talk about is the show up principle. The show up principle. But before we do that, again, let's give some quick announcements. So by now, I'm sure many of you know where to find us. So I'm just going to keep reiterating that for those who are new to the podcast or are wanting to know where to send your friends to listen to it or to find us on social media. So you can find us on Instagram and YouTube at Stylish Leadership. And then also want to give you a shout out to every one of us, every one of you listening to us on Spotify, Breaker, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and Radio Public and Pocket Cast. We want to thank you all for listening to us on those platforms. There will be more platforms to come, and the more subscriptions we have, the more people sharing it, the more we'll have in our audience, and the more podcasts we'll get, and the bigger our footprint we'll get. So we just want to encourage you to do that. Share it with your friends. Like, follow, subscribe, all of the above. And we thank you for listening and keeping up with our content that we produce. So we're going to talk about the show up principle. I want to highlight a individual in the Bible that does not get much airtime. And in fact, he only shows up one time in scripture. And he's a hidden figure, so to speak. But I think that we can learn a lot about leadership from this one individual. His name is Matthias. And we find him in Acts chapter 1, verses 21 through 26. That's the only place we find him in in the written canon. And so, and then there's, there could be places in history that we hear about him. There's a lot of conjecture about what he did after this uh, period of scripture that he's highlighted in. Uh, there's a lot of debate by theologians and historians. We won't get into that, but in scripture, we know exactly what happened. So in Acts, we're past the ascension of Christ into heaven. Obviously, so we're obviously past the resurrection, the ascension. We're past all of that event. And there was an event with Judas, who was one of the 12 apostles. He betrayed Jesus. He killed himself. So, And that was foretold in the prophecy. So they all are going through that. They knew that was going to happen. It happens. They're now, the remaining 11 are going through and they're saying, what are we going to do to fill this 12th apostle seat? Because it was an office. It was a position of authority. It was a leadership position. And so I'm going to pick it up. In verse 21, I encourage you to read the rest of the chapter before it to get context. But we're just going to look at these five verses. So verse 21 going down to 26 says, Therefore, it is necessary to choose one of the men who have been with us the whole time the Lord Jesus was living among us, beginning from John's baptism to the time when Jesus was taken up from us. For one of these must become a witness with us. For one of these must become a witness with us of his resurrection. So they nominated two men, Joseph called Barsabas, also known as Justice, and Matthias. Then they prayed, Lord, you know everyone's heart. Show us which of these two you have chosen to take over this apostolic ministry, which Judas left to go where he belongs. Then they cast lots, and the lot fell to Matthias, so he was added to the eleven apostles. So the show up principle is this. The reason, and this is going to highlight Matthias, but also do, it doesn't really say much about Justice uh, or Barsabas. And even though it doesn't really say much about him, kind of, I have this idea, this is just my own personal conjecture or theory, that even though he wasn't elected, so to speak, he was still very integral to the success of the early church. But Matthias is the one who gets elected, and scripture makes a clear point to 
show both of these individuals, both Justice and Matthias, uh, that they were nominated, just strictly to be nominated for the position of holding the apostleship. Uh, it's a big honor, but it was also a certain requirement in biblical in the biblical context of what apostle is, like the actual title apostle. You had to walk with Jesus on the earth. So they were talking about who was with Jesus, who was actually present with Jesus at the time that they just said from John's baptism to the time when Jesus was taken up from us or the ascension. So they were there for the good, the bad, the ugly, the indifferent, all the miracles, all the problems, all the problems and trials of the uh, crucifixion, all the triumphs of Jesus' miracles, all the, I'm sure all the times when they were just being around each other and just hanging out. He was there for all of that. And it doesn't really ever say what Matthias did. It doesn't ever say what he was in charge of. It just says he was there, so he qualifies. That's basically the premise of this. And that's what I want to talk to you to in this podcast about. Because today, we have a lot of people that want to be an entrepreneur or a business leader or a leader or whatever but they don't show up. They show up when they feel like it. They show up when it's convenient. They show up to work when it's convenient. They call in when they don't want to go in. They don't do what it takes. And you can't run anything of significance without showing up. See, so you don't have to be the best at anything. Nowhere in Scripture does it say that Matthias was the best at anything. Nowhere in Scripture does it say that Matthias was really qualified at anything. I'm sure he was, but... He was nominated not because he was the best, not because he was the smartest or the sexiest or the brightest or the most popular or the best looking or the one with the the prettiest wife or the one with the nicest possessions or the one with the biggest house. He was the one that was chosen because he was faithful. He was there. And in our society today, we do pick people based off of that. Well, they're... Their spouse is better looking than everyone else's, or their house is bigger, or their car is bigger, or their body looks better, or their wardrobe looks better, or their vocabulary is better, or their, you know, their background educationally is better, or their background, what their parents did was better. There's a there's a, a, a pedigree or a lineage that they come from, so we're going to play politics and choose that person over this person. That happens today in a lot of circles, in a lot of leadership circles, but that's not the way God does things. He chooses and anoints those who are faithful and are constantly willing to show up and be faithful what they have. And that's what happened with Matthias. That's what the show up principle is. Matthias was somebody who constantly showed up. He was someone that was always there. He was someone that witnessed it all. He was someone that understood what was happening. He was someone that was never never was showing up based off of convenience. He was always someone who was showing up based on obedience. Show up with show up out of obedience, not out of convenience. And when you show up out of obedience instead of convenience, you will be elevated in the due time and in the season you're supposed to be due to the fact that you have been faithful with little, you'll be entrusted with much. That's what scripture says. So that's what happened with Matthias. Now, what happened with Matthias outside of that? Not too many people are certain of that. There's a lot of different ideas of where Matthias went, uh, but it's the... The most important part of this is Matthias was faithful in what he had. Are you faithful in what you have? Are you faithful in the season that you're in? Are you faithful in the time that you're in? Are you faithful with the assignment that you have? Are you faithful with the amount of people that you're already leading? Are you faithful with the amount of influence that you already have? Because if you are, then you will get more from it. But if you're not, 
don't expect you to get, don't ever expect more to come your way because you're only going to be judged off of the faithfulness that you have at the present moment, not based off of the potential that you could have if you showed up. You're going to be judged your opportunities to lead and to govern and to rule and to steward over resource is only going to be based on what you're doing at the present time. Now, I understand that that's not a very popular message because that requires commitment, work, and effort. Something that not many people want to do because they want to have the finished product because they're trying to prove themselves to so many people who are doubting them that they just want to win now just to throw it in people's face and to get the material things because they're in it for the material things. They're not in it for the journey. If you want to be a leader, you have to love the process of being a leader. Love the game, so to speak, if you are in that hustle mindset You just got to love it. You got to love the, I hate to say the grind, but for lack of a better phrase, the grind, the hustle, the flow, the work, the calling, whatever word you want to use. You got to love the process of leadership, of whatever it is you're calling or anointing or whatever it is, whatever word you want to use, you got to fall in love with that, not the results of it, not the trophies, not the accolades, not the rewards or awards or the money or the fame or the glory that comes with it, that so many people are so falling head over heels for. I can't tell you how many times on Instagram that I go through my newsfeed as I'm following many entrepreneurs and all they post about are the the Lamborghinis and the Bentleys and the Porsches and the Maseratis and the, you know, the old classic cars and the big mansions and, you know, the pool full of bikini women and all the diamond rings and earrings and sex, drug and rock and roll lifestyle. But that's not what really a stylish leader is looking for. A stylish leader is looking for influence. They want to understand who am I impacting to make this world a better place? What value am I adding to them? And how am I adding value to myself? What am I doing to myself to make myself grow? Physically, spiritually, emotionally, relationally? Who's mentoring me? How am I treating my body? How am I dressing? How am I carrying myself? How am I addressing people around me? How do I carry myself? What demeanor do I have? What mindset do I have? How consistent am I? How faithful am I with what I have? So these are all things that a leader takes stock in instead of how many cars, how many houses, how many beachfronts, you know, you know, how many, many of this, that, or the other. That's all going to fade away. That's all going to pass away. Those things are always fleeting and fickle. And so many people build their pursuit of leadership off of the perks of it, when in reality, you should be building it off of the growth that you'll get and the influence that you have upon other people and the impact you'll make on the world around you. And if you're blessed and fortunate enough, you can actually impact billions of people like Nelson Mandela level or Martin Luther King level or anyone like that. But more than likely, you probably won't get to that level, but you'll definitely impact your city that you're in. Maybe you'll be the mayor or the city council member. Maybe you'll have the biggest business in town. Maybe you'll have the biggest church in town. Maybe you'll have the biggest ministry in the region. Maybe you'll reach the the person that reaches the most people. Who knows what your story is? Maybe you'll have an invention that'll transform the world. Maybe you'll just have a, a local project that'll transform a certain problem in that area. Maybe you'll reduce homelessness or crime or poverty or hunger. Whatever it is, you have to have your journey in mind and don't live in the criticisms of other people about you because someone's always going to find criticism in what you do. And that keeps people from showing up because when life gets tough and it's not convenient anymore to show up, then they just decide to just fall away and then that's the end of it. You can't do that. You have to constantly be showing up 
whether you feel like it or not. There's two times you're supposed to show up when you feel like it and when you don't. And the reason you show up when you feel like it when you don't is because you always have to show up. A leader will show up because you beat 90% of the people out there by just showing up. Showing up daily and you can suck at everything that you do. You don't have to be good at as much as you think you have to be good at. You just have to be consistent and faithful because when you keep showing up, someone's going to come in and they're going to mentor you. They're going to coach you. They're going to support you. They're going to recruit on and work for you. They're going to catch your vision and say, you know what? You need help here. I love what you're doing. You're so consistent with it. Thank you for your consistency. Let me come help you because someone that dedicated to that mission or that vision has to be worth following. I'm going to come and support you. But if you do it six months and then stop, seven months and then stop, well, you know, I just it's not working yet, so I'm just not going to do it. You know, when you constantly have that quitter's mentality of constantly stopping and starting and stopping and starting, you're never going to build up any kind of credibility, seniority, knowledge or experience or expertise to make anything happen. And when time comes for promotion to ha- happen, you're not going to be there when it's when it's going to happen. You were supposed to be there, but you weren't the last man standing. That's all you have to be is the last man standing or the last woman standing. Be the last one there. Be the one that's constantly there. Be there when the door is open. Be there when the door is closed. Be the one that says, hey, what do you need me to do? And if you're not good at it, learn what you can, delegate what you can, and thrive in what you can. But don't let your lack of expertise keep you from showing up. Just say, hey, you know what? I'm not good at that, but I'm good at this. Or I'm willing to learn. Or I'm willing to be mentored or instructed. When you constantly are showing up, people are going to say, you know what? This person has constantly been here. So since they've been here the longest, they know the most by osmosis. So I'm going to give them the leadership position. I'm going to elevate them. And then you will become like Matthias. Who among us is qualified? Who can we pick? Matthias and Justice. And I believe that both of those individuals had, because of their faithfulness in Scripture, it doesn't really say much, but I'm sure, you know, history will prove And eternity will prove that those two individuals, those two men, even though Matthias officially got the apostleship position, I'm sure even I'm sure Justice or Barsabas, I'm sure he he in and of himself did great things for the kingdom as well, because he was also showing up. It doesn't say and Justice stopped showing up. It wasn't that wasn't what it was. It was probably a one A, one B type thing like, well, you're not really an apostle, but, you know, you have a big position because you are there, too. Doesn't matter if you're the one that if you're constantly showing up and there's more than one of you who's constantly showing up, you're going to both be promoted. How that looks, you don't know. And each person's situation is different. But when you show up and you're constantly faithful doing those things that you don't really see the results of in the applause of others, people aren't applauding what you're doing. You're not getting the accolades or anything like that. You just keep doing it because God sees that and he will promote you because the show up principle is if you're faithful in little, he'll allow you to be faithful in much. So that's going to be the sermon, Sunday sermon for today. Tune in for the next Sunday sermon. It's going to be great. We'll see what it is then. But tune in throughout the week because we're going to have more great topics, more leadership topics, more leadership principles coming up, and more special guests coming up as well. I'm excited to see who else is coming on the podcast. So again, catch us on all the uh, platforms and see you on YouTube. See you in the, uh, the comment section. Like, subscribe, comment, share. we got some great YouTube videos up there on our channel. Also, the same thing on Instagram at Stylish Leadership. We look forward to seeing you there. Give us a follow. Give us a thumbs up. Comment, engagement, engagement, engage in all the content. We'd love to see you there. And again, on your own side, my friends, you're fearfully and wonderfully made. Until next time, peace and God bless.